Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's the only way City knows how to play. Oh, that's completely given away. And it's an equalizer. In a word. Chaos. down City SC on the opening drive in our weekly segment we like to call Controlled Chaos. Brought to you by Keystone Event Staffing. Better people mean better events. And Randy, it's the opening drive, 101 ESPN. St. Louis City SC back in action against Austin FC a week from Sunday. But they'll have a tune-up scrimmage on tomorrow, actually, at Atlanta United. And the head coach of St. Louis City SC, Bradley Carnell, kind enough to join us on the opening drive. Coach, good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, doing very well. Thanks for having me again this morning. How have you felt about these last couple of weeks where your team has not really had activity since you were eliminated from the League's Cup? Yeah, listen, I mean, I think uh, over the last couple of months, um, you know, the way we've gone about our business in the league and, and the way we've always made, found a way to bounce back and, you know, with, with our group against all odds and against all expectations uh, to finally get to a point where, you know, for sure momentum would have been great. Um, but also reflection is also a thing of wonder. So just thinking about what's gone on over the last couple of months, uh, giving the guys, you know, a mental and, and physical, uh, just a pause, you know, um, and, and the, the rigors of an MLS season. I've done this now for nearly seven seasons, and uh, it's it's crazy for the players. I know how taxing it is for the staff, and um, I can only imagine with the travel and, and the competition and how tight the league is uh, for the players, for them to get a welcome uh, couple of days off here was, was just exactly what we needed. Um, you know, it's, it's a pity and, and a shame we didn't really... You know, uh, feature too much in that league cup, and uh, but we, we're trying to draw the positives out of each situation, and uh, yeah, we build up and move on, and uh, we we mean business, and and I think with the intent of a, a very serious scrimmage against Atlanta, um, you know, I think that just shows our intent for for what we want to do in these next eleven games. Bradley, when you get time off like this, how do you decide which is more important, rest versus work? Obviously, guys need the rest, but you want to stay sharp as possible. How do you decide which one is more important for your team? Yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes it's forced upon you, right? So, I mean, yeah, and it was unfortunate that we, like I said, you know, we bow out in, in the League's Cup. Um, I think everybody would have enjoyed progressing in that tournament and, and extending our, uh, you know, participation in that event. But, uh, you know, if you look at the way, you know, we, we played against Columbus and it was just okay, uh, could have tied the game up at the end there. Um, but against Club America, we were, you know, on the day, physically totally outmatched and, and technically as well. So we were just like, okay, uh, time to hit a bit of a reset button, time to just clear the heads. And, and sometimes the, the event itself or the game itself dictates what's needed. And I think what was needed was, a, uh, you know, a well-deserved break. City SC acquiring Icelandic forward Nukvi Torreson on July 21st, and he's finally bound for the U.S. So what is going to be the plan for getting him with the club, and what could we expect to see from him? 
Yeah, I think Nuxi, I mean, you have to speak about his qualities, right? He's a very big presence. He's a, he's an aggressive runner. He's dynamic. He's got some good speed, and he scores goals at his various clubs that he's been at. So, um, you know, the biggest thing is now is getting him acclimated and getting him ready. And um, so he arrives within the next couple of hours. Uh, so he, it's imminent, you know. He, he arrives here. So he, I don't think he'll be able to, to fly with us to Atlanta, um, but it's important he spends the next two, three days getting him, you know, situated and settled here in St. Louis. Uh, and we'll get going from, from Tuesday with an overall assessment evaluation of, of just where Nook is at. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about him. You know, it just adds another layer of depth to our roster. It adds a bit more competition to those starting spots at the, you know, in the attacking end of the field. And, you know, it's a nice push now with 11 games to go. It's going to go by so quickly. Um, and if we can have, you know, added pieces and quality and depth and guys, you know, staying honest in all in all departments, uh, you know, it can only bring us good fortune. And Bradley, another part of that depth is the trade for left back Anthony Marcanic from Colorado. What sort of impact will he make on your squad? Yeah, listen, I mean, yeah, I think there's two slightly different profiles, right? One is 23 um, and a guy who at Colorado wasn't getting many minutes uh, playing for Colorado, too. Uh, you know, we see some nice, interesting attributes for him. So um, whether he can help us straight away or whether now it's a piece to be, you know, just in terms of developing and nurturing and, and grooming. Um, and, and we have different platforms to do that with, you know. So Anthony, he knows the league. He's played the league. He's played against us. Uh, you know, he's, he's dynamic. He's a runner. He plays a pretty good ball. Um, so we, we're excited about working with Anthony. Um, we just need to make sure that we just don't throw him in the deep end too soon. You know, we want to get him to accustom in our style of play first. And uh, But again, you know, City 2 has been doing amazing things this, this season in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, we might uh, introduce him with us or it might be a City 2 game. So we have we have multiple platforms to, to develop further there. Bradley, I know fans are, are looking forward to seeing Jao Klaus back on the pitch. Is there any update on his status? Yeah, so Zhao is progressing um, at quite a good rate. Um, so, you know, he's building up his fitness right now. He's lost a lot of substance. Um, so, obviously, with that substance, anything you do on the field now in terms of return to play, it builds a lot of fatigue. So, he's going through this in-between phase right now between sustaining how many minutes he can go in training um, and, and, and uh, trying to get his body up to a certain to a certain level to compete with the rest of the teammates. So I would say he still weighs off, uh, you know, in terms of uh, competing with, with guys, but uh, he's, he's getting there and it could be a couple more days now until he's fully integrated with the team. But, you know, finally uh, we can see some light at the end of the tunnel here. I think fans are just very eager to get back to league play. This past Sunday, uh, City 2 breaking their own single-game attendance record with 9,489 fans. What does that just continue to show you about the support that fans give anything with City in this city? Well, one thing is doing it on the very first day, early March of 2022. The other thing is doing it in August of 2023. So it just shows that the fans are here to stay, right? So, um, and it shows the intent and the passion and, you know, of, of what the St. Louis uh, soccer fan and the culture is all about, right? So, um, and, and kudos to the club, you know. I mean, they gave us a facility right downtown. They put it in the heart of St. Louis. Uh, the club made a statement. The ownership group made a statement with, with the intent of where they want to take soccer uh, you know, in the country uh, with with this team in St. Louis and what it will do for the St. Louis. But now it takes two, right? So now the fans 
there's so much history, culture embedded into into everything we're doing, and it's it's it's, it's really amazing to see for a city two game like 8,500 people, nearly 9,000 people going to a city two game and supported by all our first team staff and players, which is it's a really proud moment, I think, for everybody involved in, in St. Louis soccer right now. So um, there's a lot to play for. You know, there's a lot of things happening with City 2. We, we continuously send guys down to get valuable minutes, and we've seen the progression of those minutes, like in Ezeal Jackson, uh, who now, you know, is, is playing a real key role in the first team. Um, but going down and making sure that he's staying honest and, and does his job first, right? So um, we see a lot of progression and a, and a pathway for players to go from uh, City 2 to the first team. Bradley, I, I often like to talk to soccer people because I, I once did the beep test and almost died. And so I am intrigued when it comes to fitness for soccer players. How do you all know when they are at their peak uh, of, of fitness for, for you all to go out there and play? Yeah, it's just sustainability, right? So, I mean, we, we go in bursts because the way we train and the way we play, it's like, you know, we're, we're hunting for our prey, right? So we're not just taking a jog around the field for 45 minutes. Um, we go in spurts of like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. And, and that's how we train. And, and if we can continuously uh, in a repeatability, like just repeat and go again, repeat and go again. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just how, how quick can you uh, come back from a 45-second burst, like a burner, really? You know, the way we train, we go six by 50 seconds, six by 90 seconds in these little rondos. Um, and the minute that becomes automated and the guys are flying after the sixth one, then you know that, all right, the fitness levels are picking up. Obviously, you need a bit of endurance there to, to get you the volume, you know, um, the extensive work. But, uh, yeah, to be fair, you know, the beep test is maybe a preseason thing. And, Oof. you know, we have a, we have a six-minute, you know, a, a run uh, that the players do in evaluation. Um, but most of my work and, and the vision and the philosophy I believe in is that everything's done with the ball, you know? So even our fitness, uh, if we're doing enough work uh, hunting and chasing and, and dynamically transitioning with the ball, I promise you, in my session, you won't need to run anymore. <laughs> Bradley, you said hunting for prey. You got this 42-year-old man. I got juices flowing when you said that. If you need somebody, I got a couple of bursts in me. I don't have many. I got possibly five good bursts, but they're going to be five of the hardest bursts you've ever seen. <laughs> I'll look forward to seeing that one day. I'll really, let's get you down. <laughs> hey, Bradley, before we let you go, we'd be remiss as, as an MLS veteran uh, if we didn't ask you uh, what your take is on uh, Lionel Messi's initial foray into MLS. What have you thought? Yeah, I mean, uh, I look back and, and think uh, we were a week too too early. I mean, obviously we get the three points against them, but, man, what a, what a game it hmm. would have been here at City Park with, with Messi in town, you know? Um, I think you have to include Alba. <clears throat> I think you have to include, excuse me, you have to include just what everybody's done there at that club in terms of, you know, who they brought in. It's not just Messi, right? And then everyone plays off of Messi and Messi plays off of everyone. But he is a difference maker for sure, scoring the amount of goals and the dead ball situation. So anytime there's, there's a set piece in and around your, your 18-year-old area, it's like a penalty for him, right? So, um, but I think it's, it's, I've seen a lot of social media. I think it's all over the world. I think the name Messi, the jerseys, the, I think what the league has done with Apple and, you know, just in terms of marketability of, of, you know, getting it again all over. It's given the league a real push, which is something we all want to be part of and something that, you know, we're all proud to be here at this moment in time because 
there's not many players that, that come over this side of town and, and still offer the value and the contribution that he is um, giving at the moment. So, you know, uh, I hope it continues much longer um, and, and I hope it goes through till like 2026 after the World Cup because these are all just platforms for making sure that soccer in, in North America uh, becomes a thing of, of power, of stature, you know, and that's something I'm looking forward to being part of and building together with, with the MLS, you know. Coach, we always enjoy having you on the opening drive. Thanks so much for the time. Get them ready tomorrow against Atlanta, and then uh, we'll see you back here against Austin on the 20th. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you very much, and enjoy the support. Thank you. Take care. That is uh, Bradley Carnell, the outstanding head coach of St. Louis City SC, and again, uh, scrimmage tomorrow against Atlanta United, and then back in action at City Park against Austin FC a week from Sunday.